The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. We are joined by uh, Dominique Majeki, who is the head chef at the G Hotel. Uh, and I have to apologize to him as well uh, for name related reasons because he is a French man with a Polish name. And I, I said to him uh, during the break, who pr pronounces the, the Polish second name better, the French or the Irish? And without blinking, he went, it was the French. So uh, I, I, I gave him my best <laughs> shot. <laughs> what caused a French chef who was cooking in Michelin starred restaurants in France to say, do you know what? I'll head for Ireland. Normally the flow goes in the other direction. Ah, uh, look, I was young and all I wanted was to learn a bit of English to travel around. And uh, look, it was supposed to be for three or six months and it's 22 years now, so there you go. <laughs> what caused you to remain? Was it the love of the nation or the love of a good woman? A uh, good woman, yeah. And now there is two little daughters as well to follow on track, so... We what do you do stay. in relation to the language of the two little girls? Do you, do you, are you raising them bilingual? Uh, yeah, there is a little bit of French, yeah, they understand a lot more now, uh, and English, obviously, and there is Irish now at school as well, and a little bit of sign language too, so... A little bit of sign go. language yeah. as well? How do you know sign language? Uh, my partner's brother is deaf, so they get to learn and they want to communicate, so there you go. Is French sign language and Irish sign language the same, or are they different? It's funny, uh, there is some similarity. I found out that the French nuns came over to Ireland to teach sign language. So when they come over, there is some similarity into the sign languages, yeah. Is that the case? Yeah, it is, yeah. And what age are the girls? The girls are 8 and 11. Well, it is apt that you have an 8 and 11 year old, because that's what you are here to... I mean, obviously you are the head chef uh, here. At a, a fairly busy time, I suspect, as well for you. It's hectic it at the minute. Yeah, summer is busy, so it's good. Look, we'll make the time. <laughs> oh yeah, make hay while the sun Always. literally is shining. <laughs> but the reason that you're here is to, is, is to uh, be our expert in relation to cuisine and picky eaters, particularly picky eaters for children. What did you find with your own kids? Did they eat everything that you put in front of them or were they challenging? So challenges when they grow up, I found. When you're small, they try everything and that's fine. So I think make the best of it when they're very young. When they're babies, they try anything. So at least you're guaranteed that they have some taste at the back of their mouth that just go, you know what, yeah, why not? And what do you do when they begin to age and get picky and say, no, Dad, I don't want that? <laughs> you try your best like every other parent. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be difficult for a chef, though, because I assume even if it is your own kids, when you put a plate in front of somebody, you're thinking, I put effort into this and I know it's good. Exactly, yeah, look... Like I said, there is no easy recipe, so you just try your best. And sometimes they just go, no, and it's a blank no, and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> You're not going to fight over it, otherwise they'll never go back to it again. So The big challenges I think that most parents have with kids are vegetables and particularly brassicas. So cauliflowers, broccolis, cabbages, all trying to get that inserted into a child is a tricky challenge. Is there any particular methods you'd suggest? That's true, yeah, they're very difficult. Uh, we tried recently, we had friends over from Belgium, they are vegetarians, so we did a curry, but I roasted the cauliflower. We smeared it with a little bit of yogurt and curry powder into it, and it just made it a little bit more interesting. And kids tried it out, yeah. It's just that flavor of the cauliflower just toned down a little bit. The spices were very, very mild. So, yeah, and nice. So give us the recipe, or as close as you can without revealing trade secrets. How do you do the perfect roasted cauliflower? The roasted cauliflower, if you have a pot big enough, you blanch it just for a few minutes. So the inside will be cooked. And, and blanch it is boiling water with salt for Sorry, yeah. four or five minutes. <laughs> yes, just four or five minutes. Take it out, 
Uh, in a little container, you'll make some yogurts. If you have coconut yogurt, by all means use it. A little bit of curry powder, smear it all over the cauliflower and put it into a hot oven. When you get a nice color over it, that's it. Ready to go. So just wait till it goes a little golden brown on the that's outside it, yeah. and then you're good to go. And do you do you do that whole? So do you then present it as a sort of yeah. a, and take slices of it? Is that it? Yeah, I do it all and cut it like uh, you would cut, I don't know, a big cabbage or a big bowl. Just cut it, slice of it. They call it, what is it, cauliflower steak? I think, yeah. So there you go. A bit of rice. And Where do you stand on cauliflower as an alternative to rice? Um, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You can cook it like they call it couscous as well. If you grind it into, a, it cooks fairly fast, so it's a good alternative if you don't want to eat the rice. Yeah, why not? Any other suggestions then for um, kids with um, vegetables or anything else? Because one of the other things you get is you you can people will often say that the kids may eat um, vegetables, but they may only eat one dish. You know, I'll have this and this alone. How do you begin to wean them off that? I think you can do different, um, different things. You can try to do, say lasagna is an easy one. You can add as many vegetables to the meat if you want to and add them into it. So you add the vegetables to the meat. So even if they don't want to eat it, it's still eating in there and nobody knows. Uh, courgette into brownie, for example. It's a very simple one. You can courgette throw, into brownie? Yeah, put courgette into brownie, nobody will know. Uh, the color changed to dark with the chocolates, so you can add your vegetable to your dessert and they'll eat the extra vegetables. Um, and do you not get, a, a, does the, the courgette flavor not infuse no. it? Does it not? The courgette doesn't go through, it's okay. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. I have to, you mentioned the thing, how do you, or where do you stand on the use of uh, a basic mince, sort of a basic mince tomato sauce? as everything under the sun. Start off with a, a ragu that becomes chili, that becomes lasagna, that, be that becomes anything you want. Yeah, you can be- That's not a crime against want. cooking. No, God, no. If you have a big family as well, um, cooking your pot of bolognese, your bolognese can be with pasta to, today. It can add some red kidney beans and a few spices. You have chili tomorrow. Yeah, if you have a busy household, and God knows we know it's busy in the summer when all the kids are off school, you know, it's very versatile. Because I said this to a chef some time ago, and he, he looked at me like it was heresy, the notion that you could convert a bolognese into a chili. It's just, it was as if I had insulted his entire family. But you're saying, you're giving me permission is what I'm hearing. You do, yeah, I don't judge. We have two young kids, and we're both very busy at home, and sometimes you have to close a blind eye. As long as it's tasty and everybody enjoys it, why not? Well, you're not only busy at home, you're busy here, so I won't stand in the way, because you have a wedding on as well today, don't you? We do, yeah, a small wedding, yeah. Hectic, well, enjoy. That is Dominique Majel who is the head chef here at the G Hotel. And a big thank you to everybody at uh, the G Hotel for the hospitality and, of course, for the high point of, of me seeing my own face in a coffee cup, something I, I may never recover from. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.